0: you want to know how to establish yourself in the film industry and what it takes mentally and business-wise in the world of hollywood then join me on my new podcast the reality of hollywood where we talk about all the things that no one is talking about and today with my special guest cinematographer benjamin gaskell so stay tuned Hello, everyone. Welcome to the reality of Hollywood. And as the title already says, we're talking about the reality, which is very important to me, right? I'm an actor based in Los Angeles. And I wanted to give you some more details behind the curtain, how it really works and what you can be doing to also come to Los Angeles and make it work as an actor or whatever as a creative person. And for that, I have a very special guest today. His name is Benjamin Gaskell. And he's one of the best cinematographers I've ever seen in my life.
1: Oh, wow. How is it going, my friend? It's good, it's good. That's
0: high no, praise. It's I mean, I saw you live on set. I know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? I mean, honestly, you did so many great things on set. I mean, we just yeah, worked on one project, yeah. Persu- Persuasion, right? Yeah. Yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, honestly, awesome cast, awesome crew. You did yeah, a great nice. job, right? But we're going to talk about that in a second right. obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. but first of all, if you could explain to the audience your beginnings, right? Where sure. you're from originally sure. and how you got into filmmaking in the first place.
1: Yeah, um filmmaking uh was not my first choice. Right. You know, my my father was a jazz musician, you know, through part of my childhood and uh and then he always had this very boisterous uh <laughs> um passion for uh, jazz music and and right. it's like I remember so many times driving along the road and my dad would be like, "Benny, <laughs> you know, hitting me like listen, and he turns it up. It's already at like eight, and he turns it up to right. 12 or something, right? And, and it's just you know, some jazz solo thing. And uh, so anyway, more that, from
0: a musical family, then yeah, myself, yeah, the yeah, yeah.
1: more so on my father's side, right? Mother paints, father plays music, you know, but it definitely
0: influenced you, right? Becoming also
1: creative yeah. at some
0: point in your own life,
1: yeah, right, yeah. So. He he was, he was well, both my, my mother and my father were, were very um uh it, it, they wanted to kind of inculcate us with these ideas of, of um you know having a, a a really strong work ethic right but also, you know, doing what you love and and just like wholeheartedly throwing yourself entirely at whatever it is, right? Just do it, you know. So where, and, where
0: uh, were you born? Where are you from originally?
1: Then though, uh, right? born in uh, New Pasadena, right place called Monrovia. Okay, so not too, yeah, LA, not too far from LA, basically. Yeah. But, but I, I grew up in Southern Oregon, so kind of consider. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's, then
0: and then at some point you just kind of like. I mean, did you feel like at the very beginning, because your dad is so, like, musically, right, interested and always did music, right, as a musician, did you never think about to become a musician yourself in the first place?
1: I yeah, yeah, or? that's that's what it was. You know, right. I, I, film was, like, not even really on the radar. Right. But, uh, you know, well, I guess I remember there was a summer that I made, like, this is boring probably, but, uh, uh, <laughs> like, stop motion videos with Legos that probably every – third kid does or something right 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 with my dad's like high eight camera with the little tapes and right th- anyway but and so that was like a early thing with it of uh and then and then also he he was involved a lot in um uh tiny miss oregon pageant that's one that's a memory he loves to roll out what was that it's it's like a beauty pageant but you kidding but this is in like a uh I mean, God. Even just saying it out loud, it's it's kind of you a did it. it's thing. too late. He did it. Yeah, he said yeah, yeah, it. We yeah. know it now. <laughs> uh, no, this is so random. My God. So, Williams, Oregon, small farming town. Okay, you know, full of like lumberjacks and right. hippies, and it's just it's it's a place. Um, <laughs> well, what do you mean by that? It's a place. Been, yeah, it's oh, it's just so funky but beautiful. Like, right? Don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah. Right? yeah. I'm not you know sure. Like Oregon's amazing, but uh, but this was like ninety i don't even know ninety one nineteen ninety two and and uh you know my father with all this music equipment, everyone in the town knows him gotcha, gotcha so th- gotcha. so here I am like i don't know six years old or something, uh helping right. him with all this stuff, and there's cameras and right, yeah, and so setting up the whole thing and so I, I think from an early age, it was like, oh wow, like this is i mean that was more event production, yeah, yeah. but uh but just seeing things come together and and uh, the the creativity, the messiness, the, right? You I, know, and then my dad at the sort of center of it all, being like, right? You know, ah, it's I don't know, we gotta do something great, right. and yeah.
0: But I, the, the interesting that you say that because I truly believe thinking about my own childhood, mm-hmm. like observing my parents doing certain things, right. now I know it really shaped my personality. Yeah, I can tell now. Worse. I know, you know exactly. Exactly, <laughs> it's not always positive, right? Not all the time, but honestly, I, it really shaped my personality because now I realize, wow, now that's because. That's how I am because of that. That's what happened to me when I was 12 or 13. And now I just get it, right? But the thing is, so you saw your dad doing all these things with the music at the pageant show, Mm -hmm. playing the music, maybe, hey, the first runner up is something like that, right? But. But then at some point, you must have realized, okay, wait a minute, I, I like music, I like what my, what my dad does, mm-hmm. but for my path, it's different. So how did yeah. that come along? How did you realize that you want to go more into filmmaking? Right,
1: yeah, to cut yeah. to the chase. No, yeah, no, it's, no. That was, uh, that was a good story, though. There's it. a, a whole, uh, old, you know, <laughs> I'll pull up Matthew McConaughey or something for no, some 40 I, years from we now. We love Matthew, yeah, okay? Yeah, we yeah. love the guy. <laughs> if you do, but, uh, but I mean, you know, and write some... Crazy novella, <laughs> Southern Oregon. Um, right, exactly. No, uh, it, it actually came. Uh, oof, um, I was twenty. I want to say I was twenty four, twenty five, okay. um, and I was I was working at a small local TV station shooting. New, you know, uh, you jump in the car, you drive off, you go shoot like five minutes of a, a fender bender, and like that's the exciting news that right. happens right. right. And um, a lot of mistakes and funny. Antics that you would find at right. a small local news station there. Um and, and yeah, and and I remember being there and, and there's like the cool kids were the ones that made the commercials, you know, right. the mini blind company down right, the street. Right. Oh my right, god, right. I want to shoot those. And so uh <laughs> but but it's also hilarious. I should mention too, um you know, one of the uh, well, I guess I could call it inciting incident, right? But a moment of poignancy for right. me was um uh yeah, I bought a, a stills camera. Yeah. Well, maybe I should frame it like this. You know, I realized one morning, you know, after a string of failed bands and things that fall by the wayside with right. the musicians, because, you know, musicians, bless their heart. Uh, I love them. That Seriously. I was like, you know, it's it's not... What I want to do. This isn't my career path, and right. so I sold all my gear and and amplifiers and guitars and the whole nine. Oh wow, and you sold everything. I sold everything. It was like a total. Wow. How you did know, you feel about? I mean, that's not easy. Oh, it to was do, a right? big I mean, deal, right? It's like right. you know, you spend since the age of like fourteen. It's like I want to be a musician, and then and then you you just realize this thing. It's that you know, in your early twenties, and like right. this is not it. And so I was like, well.
0: But what, what was let's that moment though? I'm just curious now. I have to ask you. So you basically, you, you do music your your whole, your whole life at the very beginning, yeah, right? And let's yeah. say you, you turn 21 and you did music and out of a sudden you work maybe even at the news station
1: already, yeah. right? So simultaneously, right? You basically did uh, that. It was they, kind of an overlap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They were they were kind of, yeah, across. Right. Because before then it was a radio station and of course they would sometimes right. do projects. Together. I'm just trying to, to, to put myself into your shoes right now. Yeah, so let's sure. say I was
0: doing music for yeah, 15 yeah. years. No, let's say- how did you like how did you realize okay um, i don't want to do this anymore i want to do film non-stop it's funny because i haven't yeah. talked
1: about this in a, a number of years now the, we're these, here. The, well, these <laughs> are the things you know in your, in your 20s there's like stuff you carry with you that's like, I, I, oh my hey, god this I'm is so tot- heavy i'm totally with you on that yeah i have the same thing now trust it's me. like i'm approaching 40 and it's like oh oh yeah that was a big deal to me but like I, you know now it's yeah. same thing <laughs> But but yeah.
0: was it because like I mean, honestly speaking at some point, I just realized for myself, I really have to tell you because the thing is for my family where I'm from, Mm Yeah, like, acting or being creative was more like, oh, Ben, that's just a hobby.
1: You yeah, wow, You can just yeah, do that as a hobby. Yeah. That's
0: great you're on stage and what, do some what, whatever, what you know. What profession
1: were your parents Oh, my God, man. Well, what uh, were they doing, and then yeah. what were
0: they, like, pushing you? The thing is, talking about, like, my dad and uh-huh. just by being influenced by what you see as, as, a, as a kid with your own parents, my yeah. dad was more like a manager guy. Mm. He was like a, yeah. like a manager for a big company, you know? So when I saw him as a kid uh, growing up, I was like, yeah. oh, wow, that seems like he has some, like... Something to say, you know. He's this yeah. kind of dude. He people yeah. call him up and ask for que- and ask for something, you know. And I said, well, wow, it seems like he's a we're, very we're a yeah, very guy. oh yeah, very like suit guy and blah blah blah, blah. Still, yeah, something yeah. like that. And yeah. I said, okay, if he's doing it, I think maybe that's also the right thing for me to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I and I basically the funny thing is a lot of people don't know it's a secret, guys. I'm going to open up here today. Seriously, a lot of people don't know about that. But I studied economics.
1: Oh, cool. I studied ec- Economics <laughs> is cool? surprisingly really. I mean, you are not surprised. I, I am surprised. I Never took an economics <laughs> class. I lived in D.C. long enough though to rub. <laughs> shoulders right. And right. with people that were like you know mac- microeconomics right. economics but yeah but yeah. it's it's funny because people
0: who basically uh met me later on yeah. in life they didn't really feel like that i could be in, in economics and just study and just be kind of a business guy or whatever mm-hmm. but honestly i finished it i did my bachelor's and uh, back in germany i did all that right but honestly that was the moment for me even when i realized You know what i went to university and i even worked in business for a couple of years Mm. and i did that and i made okay money you know you can make a lot of money and stuff like that and honestly also to the to you guys at home at the very beginning of my life because maybe seeing my family and whatever my dad my grandpa Mm -hmm. and stuff i always felt like okay you got to make money to be happy in life. Mm, no, seriously, mm, that was yeah. a big thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. just saying that; that was a big thing. I'm, I yeah. can just be happy if I'm making a lot of money because that was successes, and success was equal to happiness for me. Right. Seriously. Right. And I, it took me a lot of years to realize. Wait a minute, I I make some good money here right now, but I feel the exact same way. I I, I haven't mm. even changed yeah. a bit. Nothing. I I wasn't happier nothing you know i just had more money on my bank account or whatever right mm-hmm. and that's when i realized oh wow i think i gotta i gotta stop right here and i gotta reflect and that's what i did i reflected and re- realized oh my god you just have one life you know what you just said at some point you just turn yeah. a certain age and you're just questioning your life and yourself and, and what you're doing and i realized i, I can't do this anymore i, yeah. I, I just gotta stop how, how old were you i was like huh yeah <laughs> Okay, Older, people. Younger, okay, I, okay. I, I mean, I'm 34 right now, right? Uh-huh. But when I when I changed my whole life, honestly, I was I was turning 30. Oh wow! That was yeah. a turn. I mean, it, maybe it sounds crazy to some people, but maybe some people also understand. If you if you basically finish your 20s and the, the threes at the beginning, oh, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, it's like oh oh you get you like get kind battle. of honestly you get kind of nervous. I was yeah. like oh my god, what did I, what did I do? The my 20s exactly. What did I do in my yeah. 20s? Did I do anything in my 20s? Not really. So yeah. Something like that. And that's when I realized, okay, I got to stop all that and just basically go all in into my creative side. Because mm-hmm. there was always kind of a desire inside of me. And that's also yeah. something I wanted to ask you. Right. Was it the same thing when you realized at some point, hey, you know what? I love music. I still love music. And I'm going to continue doing mm-hmm. music even if I'm not doing it like 100% every day. That you realize, hey, I see my future more in film and especially in cinematography. Was right. that kind of a, like a moment for you? How do you how did you realize that?
1: Yeah, um, it, it it really uh, well. Th- this question connects very much so with what right. i was talking about with the photography thing because right. um, photography i liked a lot but it wasn't until I, I discovered uh off you know it was in the still photo world you refer to it as off-camera yeah. lighting right right so right. it's not rigged right to the top but you're you know right. putting it over here or whatever right. rembrandt all that yeah right um so when i started studying that it was like it was like oh man i i remember very clearly thinking to myself like Everything for, uh, well, up until that point, my entire life or, uh, uh adolescence to young adulthood. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it was like I had wanted so badly to be able to speak, um, uh, in, in this way so completely, but also in a way that was so fulfilling to me, you know? Right, right, right. Um, which connects of course to what you're talking about right, with, right. with, uh, you know, working in the business world and right, right, you know, right, right. all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it wasn't, you know, it, it, the moment I remember just, you know, you stick the, the thing off, you know, 45 degrees, you go for the Rembrandt, put a little backlight in there, and it's like, oh, wow, this is like, you know, connecting all these dots to painting and obsessing over art history. And, uh, yeah, it's it's it, it was very much clarifying to me of like this – this is something that i have just always wanted to speak in this way that right. i feel like i'm saying something i get it and now i look back at those photos and of course they're <laughs> <embarrassing>. <laughs> They're still beautiful they're still oh. beautiful i mean come on it's the just way some. how you look at it <laughs> no seriously
0: but but it's awesome yeah. that you say that because that's what i felt too i think at some point as a human being you just realize okay i need to find the best way for me to express myself yeah. And you know and yeah. you just say paintings and that's interesting that you say like painting a picture mm-hmm. because as like a DP or cinematographer I see you guys even as painters. I see you guys you right. paint the picture that we see later on mm-hmm. in the movie. That's what you created with everything right. around you. And that's the beautiful thing and also the hard thing at the same time, which kind of leads me to the next question. I remember you and I being on set, uh-huh. and I, 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 I have to say, right. I, I observed you
1: a little bit. You know, right. I'm serious, right. I seriously did. I'm yeah. honestly. From one Ben to another.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's all about the Benjamins today, guys, right. by the way. <laughs> but no, seriously, I was observing you, and I feel like that you have so many things in your head at mm-hmm. the same time You know, dealing with the cast, obviously, trying to picture everything, having the locations right in front of you, but then also working with your team, having the crew, and just basically navigating it. It's basically kind of like that you are the main guy, uh, like, delegating everything, Mm -hmm. kind of like telling everybody what to do to really make sure that at the end of the day, it looks exactly on frame how you would like to look it like. Right. And and the the question that I have right now is, like, how do you start – what is kind of, how do you visualize how you want to have it look on, on, on screen when mm-hmm. you start, let's say you have the first take of the first day, mm-hmm. you know, you have the first thing that you have to frame. What do you visualize and how do you go about that?
1: Yeah. So, um, well, there's a couple of things worth mentioning right. too, uh, kind of coming up to your question. Yeah. Um, you know, the the collaboration with the the director and sort of the scope of what they have to say and also in the interest of like not saying things have been said a hundred times before i just don't try to be brief about this but you know it's like they the director comes uh with what they have and sometimes it's like uh like the set we just got off of you know um the she came to me victoria the director and she, you know, she had storyboards and right. uh, part of her process of storyboarding did include some blocking diagrams right. because of the software. And and then, like, really strong, extensive vision that really it's kind of just filling in the gaps and, and then, you know, meeting them halfway. Whereas the other directors, right. you know, it's, it's whether it's through... Um, their process is right. they tend to put their uh, uh, focus in other areas like right. story or performance, right. beat, you know, right, right So, right, all right. that kind of thing. But, for sure, with that as the caveat, uh, no, no, that's true. You know, totally it's, it's, it's um, mm-hmm. or at the end of the day, you end up on set and, and you do, hopefully, if you've had enough time to thoroughly prep. Oh, time is always a problem, by the way, guys.
0: <laughs> always, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, we yes. need more time. Like, 24 yes. hours is not enough, no, you know? It's
1: really- <laughs> difficult it's but, um, I know, I know. but yeah if, if you've been able to prep enough you're you're on set in a location that you've been at a, a hundred, well even if you've never been there before let's right. say it's a documentary and you know hopefully at this point you've internalized like what what the the feeling of the images need to be right. and then it should be uh, hopefully um a pretty uh, for me like it, it's a pretty simple thing to kind of see the room feel what's happening know what tools i have on hand and then and then you just right. kind of render the thing. Um, right. I know that's nebulous because it's like, I'd like to give an Im- uh, right. a... A clearer picture of it, but
0: no, I I get it. The the, the question that I have right now, let's talk about the last project we just did a couple of days ago, Uh right? Which is a
1: funny coincidence. I know, I know, I know exactly
0: right. Uh, persuasion, we did the project, right? I came on set and you talked about Victoria, which is going to be who's going to be on the show as soon as she'll do better than me. No, 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 (laughs) no, come on, you're doing great. No, but she's going to be on the show. No, honestly, then she's going to be on the show as well and definitely talk about the the project as well. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to ask you, uh, coming back to what you just said about the connection which i believe is is crucial right the connection is critical to the material to the material first uh obviously but then also the connection that you have to the director i think you guys at some point I mean, you can't always agree on everything, right? Mm -hmm. Which gets me to the question, what happens, let's say, if the director comes to you at the very beginning, let's say you prepare for the shoot, right? Let's say she came to you, Victoria came to you said, hey, you know what? That's my storyboard, Uh, Ben. You know, that's exactly what I want to do. That's uh, that's one shot. That's the other shot. So you kind of have a a conversation about that. So what do you do, especially from your perspective, if you feel like, hey, you know what? I know what you're trying to do with that shot, but I don't, I don't see it. I don't feel it. So how do you guys get along and how do you Mm -hmm. find a solution at the end as a team?
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the, the best pieces of advice, um, was from a ASC member, you know, who told me, uh, well, it wasn't. I, I spent before COVID. Yeah, uh, I spent a lot of time at the American Society of Cinematographers okay. volunteering and sweeping floors and really doing wow. whatever they want. That we have uh, to talk about that in a second. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's cool. It, it is. It's it was a real honor. I, I say it jokingly because I right. can't help but to make the joke. You know, self <laughs> <laughs> sweeping but, floors is part of it. I yeah. mean, seriously, that's well, just well so stacking easy. chairs. Yeah. Hey, that's the next step, by the way. I did that
0: too. Trust yeah. me. I did yeah. when I yeah, came yeah, to yeah. LA. I did that too. Yeah. I was washing tables and and, and plates and stuff yeah. like that. And it's a true story. Anyway. Uh, uh,
1: what was oh, oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, once in a while, and this is why you you, you volunteer there is, is right. to get the the small nuggets of opportunity. You know, right, right, right. the slivers of time with some of these members and right. You know, you got to have your like your questions ready or whatever. And, right. And I remember one of them as I was lamenting over. I don't even know what I was shooting then. This must have been three, four years ago. Okay. Um, and, he, and he stops me. He's like, listen, listen, kid, <laughs> be careful with that artist stuff. Like, it, I understand like we want to see ourselves as artists, but uh, don't fool yourself. It is aspirational because at the end of the day, the first thing you must be is a solution for production, you're know, like you you have, you're you're kind of a hammer. Hopefully, it turns into a paintbrush. But right, right, okay. Um, so you know, stay solution oriented, and then if you get your moment of artistry, awesome. And I remember uh, at first, it's like you know, getting hit with cold water. Yeah, yeah. since I don't it's know like, five years old, I've had yeah. a paintbrush in my hand. I you know. destroyed my dream right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, yeah, my like, illusion is gone. God, like what is this? <laughs> but. It's it's just ah man it's like I love this piece of advice because it, it's right uh, and and this connects with what your question is you know about like well what happens if there's a disparity of vision between right. the director and DP and, yeah and you know I, I um God I love feeling comfortable in the place that I've worked so hard to do what I love doing and and the place that I've found a lot of comfort at, um, is. Is not losing sight of that. Is is understanding very clearly, like, you know, this is the the, know what show you're on, you know, Um, and and so for me, it tends to put a lot of effort towards um, trying to to really clarify what the intention is, and and then of course within that, if there's if there's some things that, eh, and there is like uh, uh, always, you know, within. Um, minutia of blocking or or some composition across the scene, right? You know, uh, I, I always weigh in, and, and you know, and that's where trust trust right. between right. the director and yeah. To, the to interesting
0: video. that you say the word trust because mm-hmm. for me, honestly, when I'm on set, that's exactly what I'm always trying to create for myself too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. maybe you do the same thing, but from an acting perspective, mm-hmm. as soon as I get on set, I'm trying to build kind of an like an environment for myself where I feel like. Okay, I think yeah. I I can I trust I can trust the environment. Does that make yeah. sense to you? Yeah, like, it I can, does, not, yeah, not just because I just met the people. I cannot really trust everybody in the first second, obviously, because you just meet yeah. people. But I'm trying to make myself comfortable in yeah. the moment by trusting myself and the environment. Yeah, which helps me dramatically.
1: Well, it's which, it's cool to hear this as a DP because um, I, I I mean I, I see a lot of the preparation, right, um, and also tools and, and learning experiences, failures, all of that. Right. Like they, at the end of the day, when actions, what is it? When, when, uh, the director's job ends, when actions called, right. like it's not far away from that as a DP, yeah. you know, it's right. like, man, when, when the first AD says pictures up, it's like time to go, right. don't touch, n- but, but then the room and Victoria and I have talked about this. Right. Uh, we want the energy of the room to shift the room does for me as a cinematographer the room changes and what happens there is like incredibly important and and i i want to create that environment that an actor could be like i'm i'm going to i'm going to you know take this huge creative risk for right. or maybe not whatever it needs to be like yeah. it's it's uh I mean, that's something that reaches down to the bedrock of, right. of some of the decisions that I make. Right. Uh, yeah. A crew uh, in particular, you know, like right. their, their um, uh, what's the word, not behavior, but like disposition as they're working hard. Right. Uh, right hopefully. Right. <laughs> and, oh, hey. and focusing, you know, to, to try and create something that right. an actor can really do something to go for, right. to give us. Right. Uh, meet us halfway. And yeah. I can tell you right now,
0: you succeeded. Ah.
1: Last week, you did.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, I, f- I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure not Well, it is a bit meta. I, you know, but seriously. Yeah, I know. Thanks. It's yeah. kind of so close, right? We just yeah. came, honestly, guys, we just came from <laughs> set like a couple of days ago, which is fairly yeah. funny in a way, but I really felt that, though. Good. You remember the big Good. scene when we were in the big room and yeah. we had the scene where I was walking up to her and yeah. this is a scene where there's a lot of movement involved. Mm-hmm. So I, I think like, I was really trying to feel the whole room yeah. in order to make it work. You know, feeling, feeling her as my, my partner in the scene, but mm-hmm. then also really feeling the room, knowing exactly, okay. Because for me, and I, and I talked to Victoria about that, for mm-hmm. me as an actor, it's really about creating this, this movement within me. For yeah, me, acting cool. is almost like a song. Yeah. Uh, maybe we even talked about I think we even talked well, about it. That. Like a melody, like a yeah. song. It has to flow. It, has, uh-huh. it, it can't be interrupted. Yeah. Because if a song is interrupted, you can feel it. You can hear it, obviously. Yeah. But you even feel like, wait, oh, there was something wrong with the song right now. And I don't like that when, from an acting perspective. I, I need to create a flow. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I just, And that's what I was trying, to last week. And it just worked for me. Yeah. For me, personally, it worked. I hope for you guys, too, on no, screen. No, it did. I, 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 I realized, okay, wow, I think if the, if the environment mm-hmm. wouldn't have given me what, I, mm-hmm. what, what it gave me, yeah. I think I wouldn't have been able to, to give back what I was trying to do. Yeah. And that was that is very important to me. It's kind of a give and taking situation in, in just a couple of seconds. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so and I think it's the same for you guys too, right? If you feel like you, you, you're filming something, let's say you have the camera on something and mm-hmm. you feel like I think you have the same feeling, okay, something is happening here right now. Just yeah, just yeah. stay on it, right? Just 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 trying to even have the connection right now with, with the with the actor mm-hmm. or whatever the, the location or the situation and just trying to move with it. Is, yeah. is is that something that you do sometimes, where you feel like, "Hey, just keep it rolling, just
1: just go for it"? Or do you feel like, "Okay, we yeah. got to
0: cut right it, here because we have something else in
1: mind"? How do you? It, use- um, it depends. I mean, God, it's like the switchboard of my brain's lighting up. You know, there's, <laughs> there's like <laughs> That's <a> philosophical. Good. <laughs> there's a philosophical component of it, like what about it connects to me? And what is that? Does that? Well, it it it's highly contextualized by like what the story is. You know, whether it's a documentary and it's something you kind of are <clears throat> showing up to just simply bear witness to yeah. or, uh, but then also like that same language could be, uh, again, aspirationally applied to narrative production, you right. know, where you're, you're trying to create this environment that then you, uh, you put the camera on your shoulder, you switch into more camera operator mode than, right. you know, cinematographer. And you're kind of trying to just be present with, uh, right. with the, the performance itself. Right. Um, but uh, I, I know that the thing – I feel guilty at least not mentioning this along the way with is, uh, you know, my – it's all well and good to like sit here and be like, yes, yes, Ben, I'm an artist. Like I weave these images and all But like <laughs> I can't do it without the crew, you know, and especially the director too. There's a direct correlation with how right. successful I am both with the um, – how inspiring and – um uh, diverse or focused the the director's vision is, as well, e- equally, I would say, as well as um, how hardworking and, and uh, dedicated or respectful, right. or loyal, loyal, yeah, the, right, crew, right. the crew is. Very important, by the way. And, and the crew... Um, for the the project we just came off of with victoria's it, I mean they showed up like more than fifteen minutes early every day you oh know? yeah and it, it was stuff like that like really touches my heart you know it just um the, it, it makes my job at least a little bit easier right you know. right
0: <laughs> that well, that's interesting that you say that so dedication mm-hmm. is very important right from yeah. from everybody involved yeah, obviously right. but I, what you just try, what what you just said right now is basically what I was understanding is that even if you have like a vision in mind let's say you know exactly what you would like to do as an artist mm-hmm. as a cinematographer I, I want to shoot that exactly like that yeah would you say that sometimes because of the the situation and the circumstance it's not it's just not possible to do Because you have the time issue sometimes, right? You got to move on. You have the crew involved. You have Mm -hmm. people working with you together on this project. So sometimes it's not even possible to make the vision a reality because you just have to be like, even technically uh, paying an eye on. Okay. Is that actually doable right now? What I really want? Or is it just something that I feel would be awesome, but unfortunately we can't just do it right now. It's just not possible. Um, is, that, is that something <laughs> that you come across sometimes, or how
1: do you? Yeah, how, do, well, how do you deal with uh, that? You know? there's the political answer to it. Is, well, the, I like politics. Because well, yeah, that's the thing about cinematography. It's like it's like. Oh, okay, cinematography is lighting and it's composition right, and it's right. weaving these these elemental properties of visual storytelling. Right. And then you know you get pretty good at that, and then you're like, right. oh my god. Oh, I, I have this, you know, super nuanced vision to create this thing, but also like the, the, I'm not communicating well with the crew. Right. Oh, my. Oh, OK. So it's communication. And then and then so on. It keeps going. So it's like, you know, to to be faced with a, uh, an image that you are not able to create because yeah. of whatever reasons. Right. Um, usually budget, you know, or time. Right. Sure. Um, it's like. Well, how are you communicating that that no? You know, is it, are you saying like, because I I would never say like, no, I can't do that. Right. It's more about like, okay, well, here's how we should try. And and what I would actually respond with is like, well, what is the feeling that we're trying to go for? Or or what is the tone or stylistic property that you want me to capture? Interesting. And then I will, you know, leverage my experience and and, uh, taste, you know, taste as an artist to, to try and get us there with what we have. Which brings it back to the whole thing of you're at the end of the day you're you're a solver of problems you know.
0: I actually it's, love what you just said. Honestly, I think that's that's brilliant because I think that's what it is at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? Because I every on every set I've been to in my life so far, there was always something unpredictable. Mm-hmm. There's oh, yeah. you know how I mean you, <laughs> yeah, you we know but, how it is yeah. right. There's always something coming up out of the blue, and he's like. How in the world is that even possible? Oh, yeah. you, know? Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So, and I think you just have to be like a, like a solver, as you just said. You have to solve an issue that just comes out out of the blue. You just have to find a solution yeah. without even changing the outcome, though.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's yeah. that's that's. That's mastering. I think that's really something that you have to master, yeah. right? It takes time and I think like experience to do that because I feel like if something comes up for you, I'm just assuming, correct me if I'm wrong. Let's say something comes up for you as a, as a DP and you just feel mm-hmm. like, oh, damn, okay, what am I doing here right now? So I have yeah. this thing. That we wanted to do that right now, but now I realize we can, so what are we going to do? You have already certain like second ideas in mind that mm-hmm. you could take well, from right experience okay yeah. maybe we could do it that way i did that before i know this might work let's try this
1: the, I, is that how a, you do it or I, I have a great anecdote for this Please. from the day before you came on the the project oh really oh yeah, so the, and, the the friday pretty much uh, last yes, friday yeah gotcha. yeah and uh the you know her film opens it's a night exterior right you know rainy parking lots. it's set in dc and right. uh, her storyboards are awesome for this thing. You know, it starts out canted, pushes in like uncants. Camera right. swings down underneath the car. Feet get out, right. and they're walking around. And as the dolly's moving right. with a little piece of curved track, we're seeing these feet from, you know, behind the car underneath it all this stuff yeah. and uh, very meticulously storyboarded we've you know rented the Fisher dolly with the arm and this thing all, we got all the stuff it's all there the crew thing, the lighting's. it's you know I'm, I saw I'm super it that, happy with it Yeah. I even saw
0: it that night by the way I'm not sure if you realize oh, right. I, I was ah. there for, for, I was kind of like taking on my suit trying to make work oh they're the doing wardrobe speed. stuff so I ah, saw oh, what cool. you built yeah it was which was like 20 oh my, I, I was yeah. c- I, I just came in I was like what in the world are they, what this, production this? is this no seriously <laughs> it like, looked massive right seriously yeah. so sorry but please well that's always how night exteriors go you know and i was like you're I, like oh man it's i was like is that actually socks. the right is, am i right here like <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but it looked beautiful <laughs> awesome so, yeah, but, but well, what so. happened though i didn't I yeah didn't, okay, I didn't know so, about that. so uh i mean gosh we get there and the, the car that we had you know chosen right like, oh this car totally worked totally fine right um and then you know as i'm looking at the thing and pulling out the viewfinder and all that i'm like this is a car very low to the ground, like this oh. i can 't get the camera low enough. you know we shot with these big cook anamorphics, which are tremendously beautiful right um, but yeah it 's just physically impossible to achieve this thing, so you know' we're, and I knew right this was probably four hours, i think, maybe five before the shot came up, so it was ample time to solve the problem, but right. it's funny because. You know they're already halfway through rigging the lights and, and everything's coming together. I know the shot's going to look really strong, right? Um, but yeah, I have to turn to the producer and and say like, we need a new car <laughs> <laughs> oh my because God. it's just not high enough off the ground in order <laughs> oh to see a man. Them. And we can't do that because the the lenses we chose are like so large, right. With the motion control, uh, the gimbal oh that we're shooting. With. So it's like, oh wow, like here I was like thinking in all these ways except. Just the height of the car. It's like the simplest. It has kind of nothing to do with the I was like, Dan, you
0: could have said anything but the car. I know. Really? I know. Like, yeah. No, it's <laughs> the it's, thing. I feel like, <laughs> But
1: I, that's yeah. also one of those lessons that is it, we solved it. You know, the PA had a really nice looking car that our lead character would have totally driven. Oh. It's like a Toyota Toyota type truck. Right. It was yeah. yeah, high yeah. Up so you just ground. changed it pretty much. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, we, we like, The director, you know, Victoria was like, yeah, she would drive that. Totally. That's yeah. That's that's it. You just and, swapped uh, the car. Yeah, you know? swapped it out. We had but, uh, a picture license plate, you know, right. like the art Art Lee did, and it was solved. You know, awesome. Um, mission accomplished. <laughs>
0: no, but again, <laughs> that's awesome. that's the thing, right? You got to react to certain situations that just right. come up, and you can't. That there's no, yeah. you can't prepare 100 percent right. for those situations. It just you happens. Can. Yeah, you know? so.
1: it's it's uh, that's a the good example too of like we got lucky because the solution was just right there in front right. of us, and and it's also something I'll never forget because yeah. It's like, you just, you just don't, you know, it's yeah. like now, now if I ever have a shot coming up, it's right. like, well, check the vehicle clip. You know? <laughs> there you
0: go. Right. Yeah. So, but you never forget and you, you now know what to pay attention on, right? In yeah. Yeah. And, time, and
1: right? the way that I usually frame these things, um, you know, early on when I was, uh, learning God, I'm still learning cinematography, but, uh, we all do learning you know, and well, like. I, I, um, as I was going to school for it and and just really just sinking my teeth into the the craft um, you know I kind of came to this place of of needing to come up with sort of a system that touched upon how I connect with cinematography in more of a philosophical right. way and but then also sort of make. Uh, make sense of the chaos of it. It's mm. like, well, lighting ratios and composition, right. and you know, communication strategies with clue, crew, and right. and and I, my mantra for the first like six or seven years of of being a DP was like what is the intention? Right. And I would always say, I'd probably annoy directors being like, well, yeah. what, what is your intention in this shot? It's right, like, right, right. like, what are we doing, a bank transaction or something? <laughs> you know? uh, but but it, it led me to a place where I just started to really think deeply right. about this stuff. And, um, Which is interesting that
0: you say that because you actually already got into my next question. Thank you ah, for okay, saying yeah, that, by yeah, the way, yeah. because yeah. I wanted to ask you anyway. Uh, I, I watched your TED Talk. And by the way, if you had not ah. watched him on TED, <laughs> he has a beautiful TED Talk talking about his framework. Which is the right. kind of like a process you have for you personally, which is very interesting to me when I watched it. I was like, it's so true because mm-hmm. you have this kind of a framework of internal intention right. leading to external uh, ex- execution.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And
0: the thing, can you just guide us through the process? How do you start and how do you get to the end? How does that look like in your mind, let's
1: say? Yeah, well, the, the TED Talk thing, which is still an odyssey to me, I can't believe. You know, I got the chance to do that. it. It's so cool. No, it's great. Um, sure. It was really beautiful. And uh, I should mention the small sidebar story. I got the flu while I was... It was back in 2017. And, like, I was still, like... I, I was, you know, obviously no longer... Um, uh, uh, what is it when you can give other people flu? flu? Uh, uh, I know what you mean. That word. Um, I know exactly,
0: but, yeah. Yes. You, you Contagious. That's right. You got Boom. it. Boom.
1: Was over the over the hill, but still like just fe- you know I was just over the flu like I was feeling awful, and yet it's like all right, TED Talk time, buddy, let's go. <laughs> so I, I couldn't was, see it though. It was, yeah, well, good. I, I was like, you know, just drink. I drink so much water, my God. Right. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, but the the framework for uh, framework for for uh, collaborative decision making is kind of a good way of articulating it. Um, mm-hmm kind of my like 10 year plan uh, right. to write a book about this stuff and um yeah it, it's it was born out of a need of like as i was learning all of these tools and, and i mean cinematography like really runs the gamut you know yeah. it's uh um it, with the technology of of the camera systems and uh, uh science of lenses and optics like right. it's my god like what is it modular transfer function like what huh <laughs> anyway you, but but it's it's just so dense the things that you really have to learn and so I I, I was like God, I, I need to be able to keep this rooted in a place to where I'm not just playing with with shiny objects and right. and toys or, or tools you know but right. but actually trying to apply them to projects that you know that I was shooting at the time that was uh, you know like like um, in a tangible way like oh I, I get this modular transfer function I see how that applies to right. you know optics in this special way and now this super nerdy technical thing applies to this story beat or this feeling right. in this way and so that's why the the yeah the TED talk is, is it's like basically like a 45 minute presentation I give that's stripped down to like I don't know Eleven minutes or something, right. um, And uh, yeah, and it, it's 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 just a systematic approach of like, well, um, what is your intention? Like either in the moment or the shot or whatever it is. What are what is your own knowledge of capabilities, or what are the capabilities needed to render that intention? Right. And then um, how do you how do you then go forward after you realize the capabilities and communicate? Like how to right. execute the intention and then, of right, course, right. like what's, what's the logistics needed, you know, Right, and, right, right. and actually, yeah. Doing I,
0: it. I find that very interesting because at the end <clears> of the day, that's exactly already what we also talked about a little bit, right? So you have this internal intention you, yourself, right. but you also ask the question to, to the people that you're working with, right? right? To the actors, okay, what is your intention right now, even in this scene? What are you trying to achieve or accomplish let's say right yeah. and you kind of react to that too by your external execution in a way would
1: you would you agree is that something yeah, like, I mean, can I, you say that in a way i haven't it's such sacred territory to me whenever i talk to an actor because it's like right. yo this is directors right here like yeah. usually it's don't like, get hey, into can, this. You,
0: can you back up just a little D- different bit? different yeah. business <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right yeah now but it's interesting though it,
1: but um i i think uh guys like flashback to like a hundred moments on set right now um, I think, you know, um, if you've internalized with what you're actually trying to do and how that relates to to what the the scene itself or the shot or what the shot is serving to, like the particular tone you're trying to you know mm-hmm. shoot, right? Um, then it's it, I don't know. It's maybe this is a thing too, or it's like. You knew you didn't want to be a businessman. I knew I just wasn't cut out to be a jazz musician. But like man, let me step on set, give me a lighting team and like I don't know, one uh, let's let's say a one-ton package lighting package and right, uh, right, right. a decent camera and it's right. like let's go. Like I'm I can, yeah. you know, uh, it's just where I need to be. So for these things it's 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 really easy. Um, but but that framework did I and I don't know if this is exactly answering your question, but it did allow me to sort of Um, know how I need to sort of unfold these things moment to moment on set and now it's like I don't even really think about it it's kind of like the I don't know black belt martial arts stuff where it's like yeah yeah yeah." but um, I'm not necessarily thinking what my intention is but just sort of reacting uh, instinctually Um, but I I think yeah I think it it could help certainly if if you're coming up against something and having uh, difficulty giving an adjustment to an actor or, right. or even a lighting adjustment or whatever it is to just stop and ask like what am i trying to do here and how does this connect with like the piece in general you know and so, i think i think that also sets you up really well to right. be like well is this the hill i want to die on you know right. like is, is this is are, are the resources required to achieve this right. worth the outcome and So that means you're basically saying that
0: at some point you you stop and you just take a step back and you just feel like, okay, wait a minute. What are we really trying to do here right now? okay Mm -hmm. So what are we talking about right now? Is that even necessary? Is that something that we don't even need? So let's stop, take a step back, coming back to our intention, and then readjust the external execution, trying to make it work. So you kind of like balance those two, trying to – have a combination, but balance them out in a way, kind of like when you feel like, okay, maybe going the wrong direction, let's try to stop, take a step back, getting back to our internal intention right. and then just try to move on again is that kind of yeah i'm just yeah, trying to follow I, you no, like your. are I, I realize you know, yeah, no
1: yeah. I, I realize it's just something that's so deep in me it's just, yeah um, yeah i mean i maybe i'm rolling this out and no ask I, the people I, who hear this their minds are blown i, I have I'm the, the
0: same it's thing good. i mean yeah. honestly if people ask me okay ben how do you prepare for a role how do you do it how do you well, why, uh-huh. why do you do it that way? And for another character, you do it that way. Why do you do that? And the thing for me is is the exact same thing. When I read uh, Victoria's uh, script, when uh-huh. I read the script, what happens with me every time I'm even observing myself when I'm reading the script... I already see myself, it's, it's, a true, it's a true thing to me, I'm already seeing myself in the scene. So even mm. that I didn't know how the location and everything that I saw on Saturday and, or Sunday yeah. and Monday, never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I read the script on Friday, I already had the room and everything that I see in the scene while I was reading it, I even saw that in front of me and I see mm. myself already wow. in the room yeah. doing these things. Yeah, You know, and that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm really trying to create my own way of, yeah, that's how I see it. You know, without, the thing is without even, I didn't even talk to Victoria really in in detail Mm -hmm. about, okay, what is she thinking about it? The first thing I do right now at the very beginning is I'm trying to create something in my head,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which might not be real, which might not even be possible for me or for her or for everybody involved. But it's just something that happens automatically to me. You know, I just create that vision. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how I see it. You know, and yeah. that's how I see the character. But then, obviously, I, I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if you saw that. But when I came on set and Victoria came up the stairs, we had this conversation, and I asked her a couple of questions about the the script and the story and the over uh, overall circumstance and the character, mm-hmm. just to to get a feeling. Okay. Are we on the same page or do you think completely different than, than I do? You know, mm-hmm. because if if so, yeah, that's definitely kind of fair. In. That that yeah. I want to check in because I just don't want to, because I feel like I don't want to be selfish. It's not about being selfish. That's, yeah. I feel like that's the wrong approach. You know, just because I, as the actor playing this character, just thinking, okay, the way how I think about it is the mm-hmm. correct way. I believe it's very selfish to do. Because I think you'd have to have at least a conversation and have kind of an exchange of of vision, you know? That's very, for me, very critical to me. Because at the end of the day, it's kind of a collaboration, as you just mentioned, right? And I feel like some people lose that sometimes because they got stuck into their own little bubble, not realizing, okay, there's maybe a second option too, which might work. Why don't even talk about it, you know? That's how I go about stuff. But again, coming back at the very beginning, maybe that's what you do too. I just read it you maybe even see the storyboard and then your brain is
1: like nonstop like okay i see yeah. certain things already you know well, so with, it's uh what is it the uh, the enemy of art is a blank canvas mm-hmm. you know and, and constraints for me uh it tends to create a lot of guidance like right I, I, i'm sure there's other cinematographers or, or filmmakers that would be really frustrated with someone being like boom there's storyboards here you go like this is right you know, do this uh but i I I loved it, you know. I'd, right. I'd be completely fine. Hey, that's saying. and that's
0: cool too. Hey, yeah. if if you see something and you feel like, hey, oh my God, I even even I haven't even thought about that. That's awesome. We're gonna do that. Yeah. We're gonna do it right away. I have that too. If I'm talking about like uh, some specific character and mm-hmm. talking about the background story or whatever, and 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 the director or the the, the guy who wrote the script is telling me about it. And I was like, oh wow, that's that's really interesting. I haven't thought about this like this little twist, this little oh, that's why he is the way he is. Really interesting, and that really changes the way how I. Portray the character too because mm-hmm. you, you, I'm always believing, and that's I, I see that for my whole life to be honest. You can't know everything, <laughs> you know. Seriously, it's impossible. Wait, wait what? I mean, <laughs> I was trying, <laughs> but it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought that interesting. <laughs> okay,
1: wow, he thinks he knows everything. I'm oh, sorry, it's <laughs> get it right. no, but you but, know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's, well, it's I, I'm, I, I'm 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 pros- if I'm quiet, it's because I'm processing <laughs> what you're saying before, you know, about right. Uh, uh, chatting with Victoria on the day and sort of making your adjustments and right. Um, I mean, God, man, the job of an actor is—I can't do that. It's, so it's beautiful.
0: It is no, it's awesome. <laughs> like
1: it, it, it is beautiful. It's, it's amazing. We, I, uh, God. I mean, I've seen you act, and it's yeah, uh, it's really strong. And I, I appreciate purely as a cinematographer, not just like you know, I, I would call us friends, not just as a friend, like. Right. Uh, uh, the the amount of like uh, an actor who comes on my set that has you know skill matched by um uh, a a really strong work ethic but also just an an attitude Mm. um and and i think you know you always got to read the room in those moments like how you how loud you speak when you need to make an adjustment these things and 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 i can tell um for you, as as well as some other actors we work with, like you're you're like right there, like really trying to stay rooted in what yeah. the, the the performance itself needs to be. Right, um, I, I appreciate you, you say know. that. Yeah, you're good. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I don't want to. No,
0: I mean no, but, but honestly, it was it was a really great experience, and I'm I was saying I want to talk to you about mm-hmm. something about you, not about me, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to say that what I really. What I'm always feeling with myself is what I realize is like I'm I'm a very relaxed guy now that we're talking and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, as soon as I'm on set, I take it really seriously. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes even too much. Right, seriously, right, I even right, catch right. myself sometimes like, oh my god, man, calm down a little bit, relax. I mean, that's not the end of the world, you know. Just relax. But I'm such a like you know yeah. that every re- I, I I can't really disappoint anybody right now. I got to make this well, do work. you, you do know? Do you I think
1: like, that that well Of course, of course, you know that is connected to sort of that like uh uh little peak of uh sensing your mentality right like yeah you that's turn true thirty and you're like, that's true too you know you got it, it. It's, it's, it's it. it. It's, and and I know for me like uh being a full time freelance cinematographer yeah. like there's a lot of times you know relationships come and go, money comes and goes, yeah. but like it's there has always been the craft of cinematography right. like right there and it's so it's 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 interesting very um i mean just it's easy to be super dedicated to when you're on set with it because it's like god there's nothing else you know i mean i I can't say that because i'm like in an awesome fulfilling relationship right and and i do have designs and visions for the future but um but yeah it's 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 uh if you're it's like the more you're willing to give it, uh, there will be a very strong correlation with the more you give right, back Right. No, on.
0: I truly sure. believe that. I truly believe that. And by the way, you said something so true, which gets me to a different topic uh-huh. because we have a lot of listeners and even like people watching it on YouTube. And a lot of people from the US, from Europe, from Australia, from all over the place, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people just might ask themselves, okay, I like what Benjamin Gaskell is doing right now, you know, I I always thought about to become the same, I want to become a cinematographer, I want to be on set, I want to be the P, so what advice would you give to somebody who's just maybe starting out right now, especially in the world of uh, LA, Hollywood, right, Mm -hmm. the so-called Hollywood, like, you know how it is, and coming back to the money thing, you just mentioned money, Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, we all have to realize, you know, I realized myself, I, I... I, I didn't wanna become a manager in, in business or whatever. That was not my thing, but when I came to LA, when I was trying to get into the world of acting in LA, right. you gotta be honest, it's a business as well. And it's almost sometimes more a business than anything else. Mm-hmm. You gotta be honest about that, right? I mean, right. it would be bullshit, I have to say it, to say, oh my God, it's all about artists and you're gonna be creative 100%. You can do whatever you feel like. You just come yeah. to LA, you can make it work. Whatever you right. have env- envisioned, yeah. you can do it right away. Yeah. Come on. We got to be honest. That's not really how it works. Guys, I got to maybe disappoint you here right now. But you got to have – you have to understand how it works. Mm-hmm. And what I understand for myself, what I really realized over the last couple of years is, okay, you have to still wear a business hat too. You have to be – even if you are creative, you know, you're like a cinematographer, you are an actor, you're a director, whatever mm-hmm. you want to be creatively. You have to understand that it 's also a business, and if you don 't think about it in a business person from a business perspective, right. you might lose out even if you are the most creative person in the room if you don 't have this business mind as well, I think you might be in trouble, especially at the very beginning so I just wanted to ask you from your experience so how did you how did you make it work for yourself let 's say coming from Pasadena right you mm-hmm. you got into film so you, you you studied you studied it right as you said before right and yeah. and, and how did you how did you make it work coming to LA, realizing all those things too, business-wise, mentality-wise, mm-hmm. emotionally, which is also a topic Oof, that I yeah, feel like a lot yeah. of people don't talk about really. Yeah. You gotta say you have up and downs, right? In mm-hmm. this industry, in this town. How do you make all of that work? How do you, what is your way and how did you find it?
1: Um, well, and, and also for context too, I, I I was living on the East Coast. And oh, right. I moved here uh, also at the age of 30, you know, mm. and. and my mentor, you know, he told me yeah, at some point New York or LA, you got to pick one. <laughs> yeah, no, I got right? like, oh, family it's, I the weather's better. It's like, always the question, right? Yeah. There's parking lots at grocery stores. <laughs> so. No, it's true, yeah, yeah it's I got you. Very true. But yeah, <laughs> really, so interesting. Yeah. So you came um, from the
0: east coast actually before you moved, yes,
1: that. yeah, yeah. So, and and so it was, you know, a lot of trepidation. It's like, okay, I'm finally doing it leveling because I was I was in uh, bouncing around Philly New York and DC but then I stayed in DC for uh, I want to say three and a half years working in-house as a like an in-house cinematographer at an agency right Um, yeah and and I I knew you know I knew sooner or later I had to make the jump and so switching over to, to freelance and being a free agent, you right. know, I, I was fortunate coming to L.A. with an existing network of people, um, and I applied for a lot of, uh, uh, it's, you know, teamed up with a director, um, and we, we went out for uh, getting funding for a, a short film through a, a, a kind of talent development program. Okay. Um, and there's, you know, there's all sorts of them out there, you know. Right. uh and that was kind of like, oh, okay, well, this this grows the network a little bit, you know, right, right. and people who who you can trust. Right. Um, and then it's a tricky thing, like as a freelancer, sort of trying to keep the, the bills, uh, the lights turned on, the bills paid, like as you're still growing as a DP and you're like, right. you know, um, I, I think when I first moved here, I had like a, a, a $4,000 camera or something that like wasn't as you know. That you brought with you though. Yeah. You there, enough right? of a small camera package that I right. could be, do smaller jobs. Right. And,
0: but how did you connect you know, by the way with the director? How did you find yeah, these people? I think it was place? born
1: out of the <clears throat> the agency I was at in D.C. Oh, so you had you a know? connection through the agency in
0: yeah. D.C. And which just got people
1: you. knew me like, oh yeah, you know, you right. pretty good. Word um, of mouth, right? And it, it was, I did a feature film as well before I came to D.C. So I had a little bit of a body of work gotcha, that gotcha, I could leverage gotcha. and, um, yeah, but I would say if I had to give someone advice who's who's just starting out uh, and focus on cinematography, I mean, right. um, be safe, don't have an ego, but say yes to everything. Right. Until y- you just, you know, you hit the threshold and you kind of can't and it's just not right. feasible or, or, you know, you learn a bunch of lessons and then start saying no to stuff. Interesting. Um, and if if... The craft of cinematography is your first love. You're going to pay attention to it. You know, right. you're going to learn some things. Um, hopefully, you know, you can go to some kind of school somewhere. Right. Um, be it like, you know, one of the, the ASC. They have master class programs that are like three grand a pop, I think. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I might be wrong. Um, uh, those are really great. But then also, you know, of course, you can apply to, you know, some larger school or institution. Right. And, um there's, there's ample tangible wisdom out there i think it's just uh what how much do you want it that was that was something else too when i first moved to la and, and this is kind of talking about yeah, the mental health point. thing you know it was like this is hard it's, you know there's a, a lot of big fake people and oh yeah i mean cool. you know? for sure for sure yeah everyone it's, it's, it's a roller coaster the, you know? oh a, yeah and learning yeah. the rules of it is like a difficult thing and um You know, I I would uh, when I would doubt myself or think about like, was this the right move? You know, I, I would think like, well, how much do you want it? You know? The ten million dollar feature it's, that you're going to shoot someday. How much do you want that? It's it's and interesting. It was always like, yeah, right. I want it. Let's go. It's
0: it's interesting that you say that because that always gets me back on track. Mm-hmm. Because we all have our down periods, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if someone says, hey, it's all great, 100 every every day, come in, uh, come on, no, you're yeah. just lying to uh, yourself. Sure. You got to be honest. It doesn't mean that you have to be negative, but you have to understand that you're going to come to a, a, like a situation where you feel like, oh my god, this is not going to work out here right now. What am I going to do? You know? Right. And I think to overcome the situation and just being still in this town and trying to work on your dream and step by step i see like a step by step thing i think you have to celebrate every little step that you go towards yeah. your bigger picture you know that's like a, painting you like every, that's how yeah. i see it today mm-hmm. at the beginning when i came like back in my 20s i was like i want to make it big in one month yeah right. done yeah. i just go there they're gonna take me on boom easy yeah easy stuff you know i'm just right. i was just thinking about the big picture mm-hmm. and now as you just say right now, learning, really learning how the city works because the city in this town works a very certain way, connections. And it's not just like a saying that people always say, people have to know you and you have to know the people. It's really true. It is a fact. It's not just like a a phrase or whatever. It really exists. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of situations, a lot of projects, and and people getting cast in certain movies or basically becoming on as a cinematographer or DP – basically were created because of a relationship that already existed or was Uh basically just created because someone went to an event. Maybe someone met someone because they had a mutual friend or whatever. These things happen in this town. I think you just have to be open-minded and you have to stay open-minded. Even if you have a downtime, that's the the tricky part. Mm -hmm. You have to, you you feel like you kind of almost isolate yourself for, for a certain amount of time, maybe sometimes because you feel like, oh my God, this is not working out for me, what is it going on? But if you do that to yourself, I'm always thinking, you kind of work against yourself because that's not what you want. You, yeah. you want to be successful in what you love doing, that's your passion, but if you kind of close off and you don't want to be around people or whatever, you kind of work against yourself because to be able to work on your passion, you've got to do those things. So and mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard sometimes for everyone to understand and realize these things. That's how I feel, mm-hmm. and I and I learned so much about it, right? But I, I just wanted to come back to what you said, and I think we also like, oh my God, we're talking so long already. I can't even believe it. I oh, think wow. one last question uh, though, and okay. I think you okay, have to geez. come back at some right. point. Does he have? He has to come back, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, I just wanted to ask you very quickly. So you would definitely feel like okay, you have to have a bigger goal in life, right? Especially when you have a passion, uh, when you have a passion for something there's just one thing in life that you maybe just have one chance to to make it a reality yeah. right and i think you just yeah. have to go this path if you strongly believe in it but then you said something about the business things too so coming to la and just just give me kind of an idea so you came to la you worked on a, a, on a feature film before you said mm-hmm. and then you had some kind of connections and stuff like that but honestly speaking, at the very beginning, did you have to work a different job too to oh, make yeah. it work? I, so what did you do to make it financially work?
1: Yeah, you? even though I, I had um, feature film credits as a, as a director of photography, right. I came here and I AC'd for the – I was a uh, focus puller for the first uh, Interesting. Know, six months or something. and right. Yeah, and, and that was mainly because I came here with an attitude of like, well – <laughs> uh i was like a maybe questionably big fish in a medium-sized pond let's, right. let's let's get in here and work with the pros and see what they right do, right know. right i uh, got yelled at a lot <laughs> those first six months uh but i i learned what it You're is still to here a, a good uh, the last show i did as a focus puller was uh on you know motion picture film right. actually right. and that was awesome because right it's like everything was in focus. DP right. directors have. It's like, yeah, cool. Right. Okay. I bow out of the craft of, right. you know, focus pulling. Um, but it was not Well, I, 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 before we end, I should mention, um, yeah, please. it's like, I know if there's any cinematographers listening, they're like, come on, talk about the, like, uh, whatever awesome piece of gear. What's the, 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 tell us about the Tiffin smoke filter that, yeah, you, please. you know, this junk. Um, but the thing that I, I think is most interesting to me is, um, the, the the business we were talking the stuff we were talking about before of like intention capabilities yeah. you know all that um, what the TED talk uh, was teasing and and the the longer form talk of that that I go into was a was really about and the, and the most exciting part of that is asking the question not what is my intention but like what are you cultivating and feeding in to the mechanism that creates your intention right and you can get super weird and super like uh psychedelic very quickly metaphysical you know right um but it led me to a place of thinking about like well you know there's the tangible wisdom elements you know do i know the the iconography of some of the objects of the stories you know is if i'm filming um a story about a guy who murders people with an umbrella and we have to shoot umbrellas do i know this This object as an icon intimately, but other areas too um, um, you know traveling the world, seeing different cultures, different things right. art history, right. like literature, reading living what is the quote that's like uh to, you read read a book that wounds you deeply or something it's, uh, you know but but these things that that give you emotional uh context and maturity for, for sure. Totally. For the, the things you set your heart to um, that's so true life experience yeah. and, and that's the thing that I, I think more so than the credits and the body of work it was like a clearer sense of identity so when you're kind of hit in the face with everything LA has to offer it's so true you it's, it's like,
0: funny you say that I mean uh, mm. the thing is just just one last thing it's so interesting that you say that because I for myself yeah. coming to LA like about five years ago right I think now I truly know who I am. Mm, Before yeah. I, I thought I knew. Yeah. I, th- I thought I, I knew myself. I know exactly what I want to do. And But now I know I did not. I did not know who I was really. Yeah. And now really living life here, being like challenged with all those things, up and downs, so you just realize and you reflect on yourself so much what who you really are and what you want to yeah. do with your life, because you just have one life at the end of the day, right? yeah. so, but yeah. thank you so much for sharing that by the way, oh, because yeah. I think that 's a very important message because a lot of people and I really wanted to also do the show because a lot of people just always see the red carpets and the celebrities and the big things right. on screen on the big media Bright right Chinese but I feel edges. like yeah, exactly, yeah. but I really want to talk about more about the things behind the curtain and what, what really happens to get those people to the, yeah. to what you see in the movie and stuff like yeah, that
1: of right? course. yeah yeah so, well, hope I uh, hope this is worthwhile oh yeah of course definitely.
0: So we, we you gonna he's gonna come back guys <laughs> for sure but by the way uh, what what are you up next but well, what is the next thing you're gonna do what is, <sighs> well,
1: where can um, people... there's uh well i mean there's all the city, instagram website yeah. all the things uh just my name benjamin right. um but uh there's sure. oof, uh, a bunch of commercials what we're doing next and right. then there's a feature doc that we Shot the first Sizzle Reel 4, got funding, and now we're about to go uh, into production. Right. And then... I'm going to, to Nepal. It's a you bit kidding. of a question mark, th- this one, because it's, it's awesome script, really cool project. Am I invited? But, uh, yeah, you, could, you know, it's, it's got a scooter chase oh. scene. Oh, right. oh and I'm, okay. just, I'm picturing myself being in the mountains of Nepal, like, wow. riding dangerously on back of a flatbed holding a, right. you know, camera, and just being like, all right, right. production insurance, let's go. <laughs> I definitely have to see some pictures. For yeah, me, right? it's but, just COVID keeps kind of, yeah, it, we I were going to shoot in October, and then, right. you know, it's, yeah, so. Everything was moved back, you know, so. Yeah, but thank you so nice. much for coming on the of course, show. Really. Yeah, Please follow him
0: at Benjamin Gaskell, right? L. Yes, right. To make sure, <laughs> want to make sure? And you can also follow me, obviously, at Benjamin, the f- same first name, obviously. Schnau, S C H N A U. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you know, all the social media platforms. Better looking Benjamin. Right? No, it's not about. It's about.
1: Hey, I'm a DP. Take my word for it.
0: (laughs) No, but thanks, you guys. Thank you so much for coming on, right? And thanks for watching, guys. We're going to be back soon with the next episode with Matthew Rhodes. next time. He's an actor based in Los Angeles, and he also has a lot of stories to tell. Thanks, guys.